Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Geekscapists, welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm Jonathan London, and this is actually a special episode of Geekscape. We've taken the recording from our Christmas stream, our 15-hour charity Christmas stream for Big Brothers and Big Sisters, and I've put it here for y'all. What this next hour includes is a conversation between Matt, myself, Brian Gilmore, Ben Dunn, and Heidi talking about the good old days of Geekscape and a little bit of like, I think we go around the room and talk about uh, what we're grateful for. But really what it, the highlight of this episode is a story that Ben tells about spending the night at Gilmore's upon moving to LA. That really is the highlight of this episode. So buckle up, enjoy the podcast, and we'll be back with a brand new Geekscape next week. If you enjoyed Geekscape, Share it with your friends. Leave us a five-star review. I really appreciate it. Enjoy the episode. All right, we are back. And just once again, let's do a quick refresh and see where we're at. We are still sitting at that $319 donation. Feel free using support.mentorng.org, mentornj.org to donate. Our goal is to get to $2,000 before the end of this live stream. That is enough money for one year of placing a big brother with a little brother. But now enough of me. Let's bring in Jonathan London, the podfather, the king of Geekscape. Uh, (laughs) Do you want to introduce the other three people that are joining us on this live stream? Because they're two of your oldest friends and one is a girlfriend. So Uh, I think it's only right. Real quick. I just want to say uh, like amazing job, dude. Uh, We are over $300 on our way to $2,000 on this uh, charity live stream. And then, you know what? It, I'm going to get a little holiday maltzy for you, but uh, it just makes my uh, heart burst to know that this little thing that we started 15 years ago um, with two of the people that are waiting to be on the show right now um, has turned into something where we can make a difference like this. Uh, I'm just watching the interactions online, whether it's on Twitter or Instagram, 
or Facebook uh, or Twitch. And I'm just loving that we built this little thing that can make a difference for people. So that's really awesome. And uh, again, if anybody watching this or listening can go and uh, support our friends at uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters, the link is on the screen as Matt kind of clumsily spelled it, support.mentornj.org. Go there and see what you can do. And also, um, you know, you can also volunteer at your local Big Brothers Big Sisters of America and be a mentor, be a big brother or big sister to somebody who needs it. Uh, As we heard at the very beginning of this whole thing, these kids from the ages of six up through high school, a lot of them need mentorship. Um, And hey, I've been providing it for 15 years. Let's bring out our good friends, Brian Gilmore and Ben Dunn, who were part of this from the very beginning. (laughs) Brian Gilmore and I started this thing on Laura's couch, and uh, he was part of the very first episode. Look at him there. And Ben Dunn was also part of the very first episode because we uh, went to visit him in Seattle, and uh, we went to his his local comic book store, uh, and Ben was part of that show as well, which is amazing. I asked Ian Kerner to be here, and Ian just says he's just too busy watching the last Mandalorian episode for the 38th time and breaking it down shot by shot, so he, he won't be joining us. Um, but, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty amazing that you guys are joining me here 15 oh, years later. Brian, uh, did you think we'd be dead by this point? Uh, yeah. How many years has it been? When I refer to, like, doing Geekscape, like, at this point, I know it's more than a decade. Oh, shit, really? There's 15? a one, and there's a five. Oh, my God. I've been I've been saying, like, 12, 11 years, something like that. But that's, like, when people, like, last decade kept saying the 90s was 20 years ago. And so, goddamn, we're getting old. Yeah, well, I just tell people I'm still... 24. I look it right. This yeah, is all, this, you know, this, these gray hair. Like, yeah, this is all Trump's presidency. And Ben, ben Dunn, uh, Ben Dunn looks like he broke into a, a car to sleep last night. Uh, if you're <laughs> <laughs> this is I've, Ben Dunn woke up this morning. So <laughs> I've been I've been on set for this feature that I've been uh, producing for. No less than nine days, and I don't know what my home looks like anymore. So. Uh, ben, like, what be, by producing? Do you mean that you're on set producing with the mechanics, or are you part of developing the project as well? Uh, I'm just. Uh, I came in last minute for this, okay. so um, I'm just on set right now for this one. What I'm um, looking but- for is an excuse to bring you back at the culmination of the project and the release of the project to be on Geekscape to talk about it. But if you're not personally invested in it. Fuck it, let's just bring you on anyway and just have you be a part of it. And good luck to everybody have, on set in making this project. I'll have a bunch of other stuff that I've been coming from We have uh, one of my tours just got into our first festival, so that's exciting. We actually got two. All right. So, yeah. Um, speaking of people making the festival rounds, I'm going to ship this next person to India, where <laughs> our film, Chasing Fletcher Allen, is premiering in May. Uh, they are actually holding the festival. Uh, let's keep in mind, India has the second largest amount of infections published to the United States, and Heidi wants to see an elephant. So That's I'm shipping funny. her to India. He loves You just, like, make up little... <laughs> That's not exactly how our conversation yeah. went. I, just said, I said you never know what the vaccine may be. Maybe it will be safe to go. And who knows? They may actually change it, too. You know, at yeah. the moment, that's what they've decided to do, but... And well, it's premiering, yeah, it's like, a, I guess it's our first 
international premiere, but that it is. If there's anything I love about you, it's that you have just this boundless amount of hope, uh, like the hope that a population of India will be vaccinated by May. Uh, it's just, <laughs> Heidi, it's it's beautiful. I love it. I love how positive they you have are. fewer cases than we do right now, and they have more people. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever met Brian. So oh, I should meet Brian really quick. Yeah, yeah, Brian. yeah that's Hi. been by design. There um, we go. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Hi, it, Ben. Nice this, point, this is as long as he could have gone. <laughs> Heidi, let's just. He let, did let, his sorry. best. Let me just. Say, everyone he introduced me to from now on is just like, I did my best. And now. The best thing about this is Matt Kelly still wants to play a game. Anyway. Uh, so, 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 so Heidi, Heidi, yeah, let me just. No, let me just like, I've been looking at all the. Is that one of the posts on Instagram? Yeah, let, let me just. Uh, you can tell. Matt, Matt, you, you can stay tell. The, Matt, you stay the hell out of this. <laughs> I, have the, I have the ability to mute Brian, which is a big plus. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't yeah, even know. Uh, he doesn't even know. He's, he, Heidi, let see. me just. Uh, let, Heidi, let me let me just put out the uh, timeline for you. Um, shortly after Gilmore and Ben met through Geekscape. Gilmore started dating Ben's sister, and I had to actually ask Gilmore and Ben separately. Are y'all good? Because we're thinking about doing this whole segment on Saturday. Are y'all good? So that that's why you haven't met Gilmore. Uh, he is he is a uh, you know how how larvae like get into things and they, they hatch eggs. <laughs> that is that is our resident Gilmore. He is our little Geekscape larva. Oh, so you he thought it was a Matt. little cute little baby. He's just a little baby. Like Do y'all still want to play this game? <laughs> <laughs> when I met when I met Brian, Brian was like what twenty one. So that means how old are you now, Brian? Seventy two. Thirty five years old. He doesn't oh look a day over sixty. Anyway, uh, <laughs> funny you guys are fast. You're watching the Geekscape Network. <laughs> You're watching the Geekscape Network. That's my voice at the end. Yeah, no, but, but I knew it was Matt because like almost every other story on Instagram is misspelled in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> and it brought me back to like a nostalgia because I, I I haven't been a part of Geekscape for more than eight years probably now. Yeah, it's such a thing where like my immediate reaction was like, oh, I should probably like immediately the first thing I wanted to text this account that just followed me, by the way, was uh, Y-O-U apostrophe R-E for like a simple, <laughs> like, for, like a very simple thing. And it's like, okay, that's fine. And I did it because I'm like, I am done. I think I'm done getting on Matt's case for how the English language failed him. Uh, <laughs> cool system that failed me no, no. Uh, just to, to remind everybody if you don't want a uh, kids to end up like Matt please donate at the bottom of the screen you're going to see a link for Big Brothers Big Sisters they need your help and uh, we have nine supporters over $300 towards stopping more mats from being created because uh, listen be a Friendly line of mats just getting dumber. Actually, hold on a second. Just, number just I, I went up. Missed. Yay! I've missed, we just, I've missed all of this. I've missed all of you. Matt, I have no idea how you've stuck around this long. <laughs> uh, blind hope. 
I'm playing to hope that it'll work out one day. What else are you going to do? What, what else are you going to do? What, I mean, what, wait, well, one of the things you could do much... is play a card game. Called yeah, uh, okay, yeah, put the game up. Uh, Listen. Know, Matt's, Matt's essentially stage back in what is basically the ice truck. <laughs> <laughs> ben, isn't this cool though, Ben? Like, look at this. We didn't have all these fun bells and whistles. No, yeah, no, this is really nice. I like the graphic. Everything looks nice. The producing is great. And uh, yeah, it seems really cool. The logo is the same, which is nice. Wearing my super action band shirt, by the way. Nice. Yeah, we got all these shirts. And, and, you, and you can mute Ben whenever you want. <laughs> it's never called. And Nerdist also never called Ben. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> You guys got it. You guys got any one of those internships? It's fine. Gone now, so. <laughs> is it is it gone? I thought I mean, it was I'm gonna, still I'm going to tell you, John. You've you've outlasted Geek and Sundry. You've outlasted Nerdist. Uh, let's just be honest. Nerdist is done. Uh, what, what's the other ones? Uh, Amy Poehler's Nerdy Girls. Uh, G Force trying to take. Are you just back, naming Comic Con parties? Machinima? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, let's see. A uh, Nerd HQ. Uh, hey, uh, just naming the fact that the entire digital industry just kind of crashes every three years. <laughs> so, so, let, so, 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 so let's be clear. Who's the real larva around here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a pot calling the kettle black. Like you guys are like the cockroaches of podcasting. Whenever I tell anyone I did a podcast, I guess fifteen years ago, it sounds like they had those back then. Like I guess they did, and we did it, which is ridiculous. I just distributed it on LimeWire. It was tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every episode had like two hundred like, trial name. All right. Ben, uh, ben, Brian, Heidi, Matt. I'm sorry. We it's time to play the game. I think right. we should do this. All right, let's so do it. We played the last time we played this game was on an episode of Geekscape, and Jonathan shared the most depressing story I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. So this is was it like funny depressing or was it no like- no no it was it was, it was, it was really was, bad. It was re- no, it was really good. It was just also very sad. It was very sad. Yeah. So he this told is from, the story really well. It just bummed the whole stream out. Totally. Okay. So this is from the podcast Mortified. They put out a game called I Can't Believe That I Did That. And it's a storytelling game where I'm going to draw a random card. And this random card. Oh, this is perfect for us. Uh, a moment when you were completely obnoxious. The most offensive story wins. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Who wants to start this I one? Being obnoxious. Let me think. Yeah, and, and I, I, mean, have, I, I have a hallmark of me is that I don't know when I'm doing it. Like, why would I have this before? <laughs> Maybe Jonathan did we, tell you. Did when we I mention was. 15 years of this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot to pick, and I can actually argue oh, that I'm at 42 years of this. Um, hmm. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice to see you. Big Yeggs dropping big balls. Okay, um, Ben, how are you feeling? You're silent on this one. How do you feel about this outing yourself as the most obnoxious moment you've ever had? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think. Just say you're on set five more times. You'll hit it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shut up. 
Uh, <laughs> did I mention I'm on set? I'm here in my trailer. <laughs> Is that a pillow and a blanket I'm sitting, in the background? He has his sun guard up so he can take a nap because that's his house. <laughs> it's very glamorous. <laughs> Where's Joe? Hollywood life. He just logs off. <laughs> I knew why I left this shit. Uh, the only thing that's jumping to I'll my mind it. is the most obnoxious I've ever been was accepting a uh, producing role on Geekscape, uh, the radio, when we were at the radio station. I didn't actually do shit. <laughs> no, don't say that, Ben. Don't say that, Ben. I, I you know, like, no, I, I don't want to go all serious, but I think I think uh, there's always like a balance, and I think Katie and I are finding a balance uh, as she's my co-host currently. We're finding a balance too, and and it's just uh, you're great, Ben. I always like I, I sometimes I just like people there for the support, and if all they do is laugh or or say a couple jokes here and there, that's definitely enough. And we all know that's all Gilmore provided. So, Okay. The most obnoxious moment for me, I think, was when I, early on in uh, my living in Los Angeles, when Gilmore and I both lived in Boulder City, I would spend multiple times, I think this was before he started dating my sister, maybe it was after, I'm not sure, but multiple drunken nights passed out on his couch, and there was one night that uh, a squirrel somehow got into his kitchen. A squirrel. A oh, squirrel. Yeah. Do you remember the, the squirrel that came through the kitchen, uh, like, vent and started, like, rampaging around <laughs> your apartment? And I screamed so loud, like, the little 14-year-old girl I was and went busting into Gilmore's bedroom. And he was butt-ass naked, covered in chicken wings. <laughs> and I was like, I'm out of his room to go take care of the squirrel. I think... That might have been the most that, obnoxious one because I just didn't care. Also, I wanted to. You were? Yeah. So, so, so I walked out of the room, and Ben is there, a grown man, just screaming at the top of his lungs that, like, something's wrong. Something's in here. There's something in here. And then I go to my living room. Literally, how I solved the problem is I calmly opened the door and. <laughs> <laughs> the way that story ends is a man got woken up by another man. Man, two open door. End of crisis. Like that was fine. That was fine. Wait, there's a part of the story where you see you went into Brian's room and he was covered in chicken wings, but naked except for his <laughs> covered in chicken wings. Okay, I do know what I think you meant, which is hilarious because I remember this to this day. I had eaten a rotisserie chicken the night before, and I had it. I had it. I had the bone on a small plate that I didn't bother to take back to the kitchen, and so I was like creeping. And at the time, I had a mattress on the floor because I was sweaty warm. And so, like, I, but the chicken, like, started getting cold and reacting, so it started oxidizing, and uh, it, it looked like I just skinned and eaten a pigeon with my bare hands for breakfast before bed got up. Like, I don't even know. And I screaming. And the, after, the, after the ruckus was over, Ben definitely, like, was just like, it looks like you just ate and killed a pigeon. <laughs> 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 
dignity after just screaming at the cutest animal that's ever been in my apartment. Like, <laughs> hey, you dated my sister, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what um, is Jesus. Uh, I mean, I'll I'll go. I guess. Uh, so <laughs> try to save it. Uh, <laughs> you think of something, and you're like, I need to go now. So. Uh, I think that uh, beyond pretty much my entire personality in the twenty in my twenties, um, when I basically was hired by Geekscape to be obnoxious at Comic Con every year, just screaming at passersby uh, for six straight days from morning until night, uh, just coming up with stupid ways to convince someone to grab a postcard from us. Mm-hmm. That's it. I got John or Brian. Next summer, we're covering you in chicken wings. (laughs) (laughs) I just like that you. I was covered in chicken wings. I imagine too many chicken wings. I imagine buffalo sauce all over. I like too. I like the story. Somehow the story was over with opening the door, and I was like, "No, hold up, (laughs) hold up." I wasn't even. Pass right through that. I don't want. I don't want to dwell on that. It's just chicken things on the floor. Um, Heidi, you live with me. What would you say is your entry into the game uh, for me? Well, your story or for me? Because I mean, I live a life of just obnoxious behavior. It is nonstop. Rep. I mean, can't stop, won't stop. Yeah, like what's the what's the yeah what what are the non obnoxious things I've done? Like that's a yeah, that's a much shorter (laughs) list. Uh, I'm even sh- when I, I sleep, I snore and I'm obnoxious. So like, I don't know. obnoxious though. Like, come on, that's just okay. It, it is. is. It, it's very. It I mean, there was the other night where you were falling asleep. You were asleep and you rolled over, and suddenly, and it was dark, and I had just fallen asleep, and he went, oh, oh, and he jumped up, and like, started, <laughs> like screaming at the air. And I don't know what the hell was. I was like, what? 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 And he swore that he woken up and seen like a giant spider on his hand, but he had it. He just <laughs> in retrospect, it, it, in yeah. retrospect, it was one of the uh, it was one of the spiders that from Ralph McQuarrie's imagination that was in the Mandalorian episode earlier in the season. <laughs> oh right, 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 right. <laughs> it was next to my head in my sleep, and I woke up like like I swore it was there. It was smacking at everything near me. <laughs> Yeah, he. But that's not that. That's come on. That's no, not the most. No. On the Jonathan scale, that's not it. Yeah, Old but it was. I'm scared of spiders. That's what surprised me about it. He was the one that was freaking out. But I'm the one that's really scared. Um, Heidi, <laughs> Heidi, what, Heidi, what would you say is your most obnoxious moment ever? Uh, well, I did think of something, but it's it's kind of it's kind of sad though, like the outcome of it though, because I was in high school and my sister and I we would get I don't. I see this with you and Paul, Jonathan, like when you get together and I think it's with siblings, they just get really goofy, you know what I mean? And you just start laughing and nobody gets your jokes, but you just become so obnoxious. And we were out to eat with our mom and my stepdad and her name's Tisha. Tisha and I were just goofing off and we started to take the piss out of my mom because our family does that. Like they tease, we tease each other. But my mom must not have been in the mood that night because uh, she was laughing. She was laughing at us. She was laughing at us. And then she started to cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. That's when you and know Tisha you. And Tisha and I were that's like. you win the game. <laughs> <laughs> 
Tish and I were like, uh, and my stepdad looks at us and he goes, I told y'all to stop because she wasn't feeling it, but he didn't say feeling it, but you know what I mean? Like, um, that was probably the most obnoxious I've ever been because I made my own mother cry because I, I was just teasing her, but you know, I I'm going to award bonus points to Heidi because it was in public. <laughs> it was in public, which goes a long way. And you know, game. Barbara and Bruce. So it's not easy to make my mom cry. She's not a crier. So. No, and she, it was, she oh, takes a punch she, in the stomach with the best she, of them. When she started crying, she was like, and I've been shopping for Christmas presents for you all today. <laughs> no, it was no. just the worst. Wow. I felt awful. I, I, felt awful. I, just wow. thought, I just thought of Brian Gilmore's most obnoxious moment, at least for <laughs> me. Tell me it. Uh I can't, Ben, you might have to help me with this, but I believe the story was essentially that Gilmore had the only key to a hotel room at San Diego Comic-Con that was supposed to house like seven people and they all just had to take refuge in John and I's room for hours waiting for Brian to come back from party hopping until two in the morning. <laughs> like, Excuse me, like four in the morning. <laughs> you know, in Brian's defense. Yeah, I though, mean, if we're going to go with Brian Gilmore obnoxious at Comic-Con stories, there's too many. Yeah. Yeah. In oh, Brian's, God, in Brian's defense. Too, and I'm like, like, I want to know these yeah. two. Because it's pretty much the entire time. That's actually yeah. what I was thinking is just, me at Comic-Con in networking mode is like the worst version of a person. Uh, and it was, uh, it's just so fun to just like think about, it's like, all right, which one was obnoxious? And they're like, no, they're all about the same. And then like, maybe the answer is literally all of them. Uh, and because there's like a common denominator in me at Comic-Con. Uh, but I've heard Comic-Con has changed completely since. Has it? Is it like completely different than it was when I used yeah. to go? We just swapped you out with Shane. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's leveling up. Yeah. That, <laughs> might be, that might be your luck. Well, um, right there, Johnny. The, the, the truth is, uh, back in those early Comic-Con days, what's seven more people in that Comic-Con room? We don't even notice them. <laughs> yeah. It was a different time. People We're sold into the walls. In the ceiling, it was like a hive structure in those early Comic Con rooms. So yeah, in the early Comic Con rooms, we spent most of them rooming with like other geekscapists. Uh, and I think the worst year, I mean, if I can just say, uh, our friend uh, uh, Stephen Prescott's most uh, obnoxious uh, time was volunteer <laughs> at the game anywhere near us. Uh, he's the worst snorer I think I've heard in my entire life, and I experienced that with oh. all of you. Worst. Yeah. Oh no, Jonathan was fine, but paled in comparison to our friend Steven with the That's entire time. Yeah. Yeah. He, like, he, like, he chants in like ancient Aramaic whenever he snores. Oh, like actual nice. demons come out when he snores. Gilmore, Gilmore. Speaking of Comic Con <laughs> and obnoxious, um, I don't know what you've been reading lately, Gilmore, but have you been keeping up with any werewolf lore? No. <laughs> I don't know. Do you remember that? When when Ben on the drive home, uh, drive down to San Diego one oh year, we were talking about like the ridiculousness of something that had to do with werewolves. I think it was a, a, a short film or a fan film. I think we were talking about the Underworld series. There's the Underworld, <laughs> the Underworld series. And ben, ben was on a rant about the Underworld series. He goes, where in werewolf lore 
is it established and immediately screech halt to the conversation. And Gilmore and I were just like, that may have been the nerdiest thing I ever said in this car, and it's my car. Yeah, yeah where it's just like, that was so nerdy in a car. Like, it was just like, oh, that was so if you much. Want to talk about indignity, he yells, just like, where in Yellowwork werewolf lore is it blah, blah, blah. And then, like, at the end of the sentence, we're like, oh, shit. We need to get him one of those, uh, one of those church signs with the yellow signs that, that people talk about, like walk around outside Comic Con with, and, it, and we should just like have Ben. Board. Yeah, we should just have Ben parade the name like, for in the name of werewolf lore and uh, religion. <laughs> just get a walk around. I don't think people. Yeah, with a hashtag only the lupine. I just don't think people were respected enough. <laughs> Ben's like, fuck uh, you guys. I'm going back to set. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, I think yeah. we've all shared a story, so, so we can move on yeah. to the next card. Uh, a moment when you try to attract someone with your smoothest move, the biggest flirt wins. Gilmore. <laughs> you, I mean, in your defense, you have the highest climb, so you flirting is like the like you just go like and riding a skateboard yeah like gilmore gilmore like, early on in me knowing gilmore uh messaged me one time to see if i could find a jeff buckley cover song for a sex mix that he was going to make <laughs> yeah it was jeff buckley doing sweet thing by van morrison specifically there's nothing rapey about this at all <laughs> Doing that at all. It's great. Hey, I Matt. Doing so I believe you. Like, Matt, Matt, while you're at it, can you find me some chloroform and maybe a pendulum that can hypnotize somebody to sleep? Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Just six sheets of clear plastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Well, Ben, uh, uh, I mean, uh, Brian, what would your actual answer be? Uh, what was the question again, Matt? Uh, the time that you used your smoothest moves. Interesting. I know Ben's answer for this. Um, the squirrel? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I lathered myself in chicken wings. <laughs> I don't know. I was kind of Mr. Magoo my way into anything possible. Like, I think there is... Uh, let me see. There, there's my smoothest move. I don't know. I mean, lately, n- nothing fun to hear. Like, I just, I cook, like, multi-course dinners when I'm trying to, like, bang someone. Um, <laughs> that uh, went from a sweet story to an awful sentence in, like, no. one word choice. Yeah, you, I mean, pan, like, <laughs> you pan the camera over and she's just dead on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want to wait. I want to hear Ben's because you apparently know Ben's answer. I want to hear if Ben knows Ben's answer because you said that with a lot of confidence. Well, for one, my internet is garbage right now, so I couldn't even hear what the question was. Oh, uh, a time that you used your your smoothest moves to woo a lady. <laughs> This is geek scale. Like, when have we ever done that on purpose? It's not in our arsenal. Next question. Like, not a thing. Where, yeah, 
like what's yeah you can't do that it's just doesn't what did you sense. think was ben's answer then that's my question then oh uh i think uh once uh, in college uh he he has a karaoke song that has gotten him laid and quote unquote and he thinks that it will always get him laid. So whenever we were around a girl that he liked and we were doing karaoke, which was a lot at the time, what? he would always sing, Ben. It was Creep oh, by heard... Radiohead. Yeah. Creep by Radiohead? Yeah. Really? Yep, that's your thing. Yeah. And that would make the girls yep. go, oh, Ben, I'm I can, change, I can change him. Ben, I'm done. It's you, right? <laughs> Is that what they get it? Because his last name's done. Extended hold, that extended hold note at the end that I can actually hit. Oh. Yeah. Um, That's what you were in our I, musical, I, weren't you? I was. I, uh, yeah. the, the, the things that I've learned since and, you know, I got married, I'm assuming because of it, is you don't need to sing. You just need to know how to cook. And I learned this from Brian Gilmore, I would say, <laughs> is... Learning to cook a good steak will get you, you more ladies than anything. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm looking for. That's what I Uh-oh. saw in you, Johnny. Yeah, Jonathan, how do you not know how to cook yet? Like, what are you doing? I he, learned he to cook a little. He made, breakfast. he made breakfast this morning. So. Yeah, he was eating Rice Krispies at the start of this. Yeah, it, <laughs> that was I, I did not make her Rice Krispies. Uh, he got Rice Krispies because we I made Rice Krispie treats for Paul because he's gluten-free. And then I look over the next day and Jonathan's eating the entire box of Rice Krispies. So he went and got more Rice Krispies. <laughs> I am and he's eating them now. In the house. Because I'm going to make... Yeah, I'm gonna make. Well, you, he runs so much that he eats way faster and more than I do. So I'll... I have oh, to. Oh, yeah. He's like running marathons all the time now and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I he burns a lot of calories. Yeah. The super no, exercise isn't as funny because he's actually in shape now. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just showing off. Good thing, that's, good thing that, that's not me. <laughs> that is not me. Super Action Man is in much better shape than I will ever be. That's true. And yeah. 10 times stronger than any man. And hotter. <laughs> um, it, I think y'all have heard this story, but when I was in the sixth grade, I wrote a note for a girl that I had a crush on. And it was, I mean, she sat in front of me in science. I was completely crazy about this person. And I wrote a note with my the, my parents' phone number and said, call me at five o'clock, I want to say. That, that was enough time for me to get on the school bus, the school bus to take me home, and then tell my brothers who were watching, always watching TV in my parents' room uh like shh, turn off the tv get out of here i gotta answer the phone because the phone and the tv were in my parents room so uh i leave the note in the locker and i see her open the locker find the note this is sixth seventh grade and she's ecstatic and she's going to all her friends being like i have a secret admirer Aww. you know I, like who do you think it is blah 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 and it's got my phone number in it and so i'm just like shaking with excitement remembering how excited she was the entire ride home and i get off the bus i sprint i make sure i'm like i'm ready to say like the best stuff whenever um i reveal who it is when the phone rings i'm just staring at the phone probably for 30 minutes uh and i'm begging my brothers to turn down the tv or like leave the room they didn't and the phone starts to ring right on the dial that is like the coolest thing ever that something that i had planned was coming to fruition exactly as i'd planned it 
And I pick up the phone and I go, hello? And she says, hi, this is blank. Um, and I say, awesome. Uh, do you know who this is? She says, no. And I go, it's Jonathan. And she goes, oh. Hmm. Mm. That makes me really sad. <laughs> that about Dumbest out. girl in the world. Um, All right, see you tomorrow. Awesome. Bye. Yeah. Oh. Wait, so what happened at the end? Did you like? I, I I'm not going to reveal like that. What happened? At I mean, it, nothing. Like I, it, the the conversation yeah, sure. fizzled. She she clearly was not interested, and uh, oh. I hung oh, up no. the phone. I was like, I was embarrassed the entire rest of the <laughs> year sitting behind her in science class, and um, I you know I. I mean, I've seen this human being since many times uh, in the years as an adult. How many kids does she have? Two? One? Three? I don't <laughs> okay. know. But yeah, That's like all my high school crushes. She's, she's, she's still like wonderful. And, uh, yeah. okay. and, uh, and, 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 and in our 20th reunion, she recalled that we had dated once. And I was like, no, that is not how that turned out at all. <laughs> That's funny. That's really That's great. Okay, so just for the sake of the game, I have like a short story of pretty much the same thing, uh, where uh, I would always go really hard uh, for like the ladies in like school, and I would really uh, I would adopt those things that like you know popular girls that people like to walk around with a bunch of balloons and uh, constantly walk around with shit. So when Valentine's Day uh, came around. I would always do something special for people. And two years in a row, I did something akin to having a teddy bear the size of a human, like <laughs> sitting in there for when they arrived. And both times I was broken up with right after that class. Oh. Really? Uh, I think I the problem is- tried it twice, which is impressive. I yeah, twice problem- in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking about, <clears throat> sorry, Jonathan's story and yours is just, that kids in middle school and high school, they don't know how to express themselves. So when they when things feel awkward, they just get, they don't know what to say, so they don't say anything, or they just like slink off. They're like, okay, bye. Oh, she slinks. Yeah. Or they break up with you and tell you for a half hour exactly why. Oh, yeah. d- I also oh, okay, had my braces bad. and bottle nose glasses, like big old so bottle cute. cap glasses. I looked like the freaking Predator's kid. <laughs> I was not good You were really cute. You were really yeah. cute. I looked like this with a middle part and long hair. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I looked like the kid from Coco had been slapped with an ugly stick. And given... <laughs> Stop it. That's not even true. That's not even true. You just feel that way. I felt ugly when I was a kid, too. Okay, so uh, Heidi, when is the time that you've used your smoothest moves for love? And damn it, uh, Matt Kelly, you're not getting out of this. I, I've got my answer already. That's fine. Okay. Um, I guess I was in college. And so, okay, I should, tiny backstory, you know, when you're younger and like, you like somebody and I don't know, this could just be a thing that girl, girls do. Did you ever get a note from a girl that was like, I like you. Do you like me? Check yes or no. no that doesn't <laughs> happen to us. Welcome to Geekscape. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I did that a few times as a kid. So I thought when I was in college, there's this guy I liked his name was Nathan is still Nathan Smith. And uh oh, really I, outing him. <laughs> he's fine. I'm on he Facebook checking your friends list. He went to Harding. He went to Harding. He probably doesn't even wow, listen. just dropping personal information left and right on this story. What's his mother's <laughs> maiden name? I didn't know that one. You guys just social perchance? <laughs> so just the last uh, 
<laughs> I, what is the big deal? Like, I know it's not a big. He would be, he would be like, oh, that's me. Like, if you he heard that, I said that. <laughs> so he and he lives nearby here. But I, um, well, I went to school in Arkansas and to this very conservative private school. So we didn't have like dancing or anything like that. We had like hay rides and stuff. And so I was in the social club and we we're having a hay ride and I wanted to go with Nathan. So I made a little note, but I wrote it like I put the crayon in my hand weird. So I write it like a little kid. And I was like, will you Maybe go to my that. hay ride with me? Yes or no? And I put it, we were in choir together. Okay. Um, and so I put it every day when you come into choir, you pull out your little choir folder. It has your music in it. So I knew which uh, cubby slot was his. And so I found this folder and I put the little note in there. That, and he said yes. And he went with me. And then we dated for a few months. Heidi, you didn't find it <laughs> weird that a dude was attracted to the writings of a kid? Uh, oh, it was a, sorry. No, it was a Christian college. Uh, Never mind. It's probably par for the course. We, yeah, I get yeah, it. He was just but, setting up. Um, his, that wasn't an honest question, Heidi. That was John doing his setup for his own punchline. Yeah, thank you for letting me finish my story, though. I appreciate that, Johnny. Hey, you running these days, Jonathan? When a woman has to say thank you for letting me finish my story with someone, dude. What the fuck? I have to. I have. So it doesn't. So it's not misunderstood. Like, I think that he, and you just have to deal with this, Johnny. I think he is brilliant. I think he's very quick-witted. And his brain works so fast that sometimes when we're sitting with friends and I'm trying to tell them something, he thinks of jokes. He's probably thinking of some right now. And he wants to interrupt me really bad to tell the joke. <laughs> but after a while, it makes me crazy. <laughs> and then I have yeah. to like, I love you. Please let me finish my story. So <laughs> that's yeah, what that, I'm talking about. I don't, damn it, I think that hot pair of bags is talking again. That's a that's a good way to do that. That's uh -huh. like that's like a really good way to do that's that. That's like really really nice. Like you know when someone else takes care of your dog and they show you something about it, like it, it feels like that because we dealt with them for so many years and no one uh, could ever uh, again shut the fuck up. So it's uh, really nice that somebody finally has been able to just, like corral him in. He seems so soft no. and nice now. I uh, big gangs. Big gangs just said any man should be so lucky to get a love note from Heidi. <laughs> uh, well, I got a birthday love note um, from Heidi. Heidi, why don't you hold it up because it just left glitter all over my table. Uh, Are you guys in the same room? No, we're I'm in the, in, like, same I'm in the dining room. He's in the office, so it's his okay. birthday. But there's glitter all over this. She was so like, "Why didn't Why didn't you take your uh, birthday card out and leave it on the table?" I'm like, "Because it'll put glitter on." It. Everything. <laughs> but it's Christmas. My scarf has glitter in it. So or it's yeah. it's the holiday season. It's it's Hanukkah right now. So and uh but, but I, I scribbled out, it said sometimes you make me crabby, but I scribbled out, I said sometimes I make you crabby. Sometimes I I like changed it. I'm and just crabby said, all the time. I said oh, but we still belong together. Oh. It was very cheesy. Yeah. Gilmore knows I'm crabby all the time. Like what oh, yeah, Christmas movies. Before he learned boundaries, it was great. Like what a great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you, know, you know those things that you used to write about on Facebook all the time, the boundaries when you were doing your <laughs> mindful stuff. You remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. We, were all, we, were all, we were all part of Jonathan's mind, like mindful lectures uh, Facebook era. Like that was fun. <laughs> Those were actually very nice. Like for years, John went from the person who was just like making more fun of me than anyone else in the world has ever done that. 
uh, to like being for all intents and purposes, like a crystal guru for like two and a half years. And no, uh, he was like, you couldn't get it. It was, those were always like nice words to hear on a random morning. Like, yeah. it was always well, I'll get back to it. Fine. <laughs> Because John, for for like the first like decade that I knew John, you couldn't get an honest emotional anything out of him ever. Uh, and now every once in a while, if you're lucky, there might be a a comment or a compliment here or there, which is yeah. that's about progress. You used to drive me. <laughs> We've come a long those, way with him, I think. Those posts used to drive me nuts. I'd be like. Hey, Johnny, like, you know what? I know you're feeling a lot and you just, you know what? It's probably because you're giving birth to a new person and that is painful. Childbirth is painful and you're giving birth to a new human. <laughs> then he would get on Facebook and he'd be like, I'm giving birth to a new person. So that's like really painful. So, and I'd be like, Motherfuck. Oh, is that your smoothest like, move? Is- <laughs> oh, no, wait. Is John the mask is stealing your writing? We were, not well, always. He was I just he have- used to... He was inspired by the words. I have the bigger audience, so I just thought that <laughs> we don't. Uh, to answer the last question on this game, uh, my most obnoxious moment is continuing now. <laughs> are we? Is this, is this about to be like my mom? Like, are we? Are we taking this out too much? Sorry, sweetie. <laughs> Uh, I love that Megaran is watching. Megaran, I love you so much, buddy. He's going. He will be live on the next YouTube video stream in about 15 minutes with his podcast, Matt Mania. Uh, so we can jump to the last question. If- no, 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 Matt. <laughs> uh, it's the time that you have used your smoothest move. Sure, my smoothest You ever seen Superway okay. Camp? Yeah. Uh, so my smoothest move uh, was a girl that I was friends with as far back as college. But then I finished school and she continued to go to school until she got her PhD. Uh, and she was going <laughs> to school. say her puberty. Yeah. Uh, she was, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, she was going to school up in New York uh, and she wasn't able to come home for the holidays because she was working on her thesis. And she was kind of stressed out. And I uh, got the address of where she was studying and had a soup and a whole like dinner delivered to her as she was sitting there studying. So that is a very smooth move. Uh, Yeah. You would, you would know her. She goes to school in New York. Yeah, exactly. How'd that that turn out? Uh, She got married to someone, um, (laughs) but I was invited to the (laughs) wedding. (laughs) That is the most Matt Kelly ending to a story. (laughs) Immediately got married to someone. <laughs> How did she do? She realized she wanted a man. Not- <laughs> the way. This soup is so good. I should find the man who made it. Which goes back to the main point of this: learn to cook. cook. Uh, all right. So, last one. A moment when you were totally oblivious. The biggest blind spot wins. All of these, all of these are things that you don't really know you're doing them when you're doing them. Yeah, but retrospectively, some know. people realize things and grow from it, Gilmore. Yeah, well, Matt, you know me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is supposed to be funny, right? Like mine's not funny. Uh, yeah. yeah. None of these are anything but traumatic questions. <laughs> I like, to, like game. put sprinkles on, but like none of these are questions you friend look like. You're not trying to make friends with someone with these questions. You're not like, oh, here's a nice fun thing to answer. It's just like, what's the worst thing that's ever happened to you? 
Um, okay, most oblivious. Uh, y'all, I think Heidi's heard this one, but oh, uh, okay, I am a. Uh, I go through life like pretty oblivious the whole time, but in high school, I had a. Uh, I had a friend who was from Utah and she had moved to go to Texas to go to school with a, you know, her parents moved for work, but I'm a Utah jazz fan, like a hardcore Utah jazz fan. John Stockton's my favorite player of all time. Robert Bacon, who is the host of 91 donkey lane. He knows this. I'm a hardcore jazz fan. And she would come over and watch the Utah jazz with me because they were on television all the time. Cause it was Stockton Malone. And she, and she would watch these Utah jazz games with me. And I thought it was because she was from Utah and she liked the jazz one day I'm walking into her car. This is like junior year, maybe senior. This is junior year. I'm walking into her car and I'm like, so what do you think of the game? They're, they're really great this year. They might be able to go to the finals. And she finally stopped and goes, Jonathan, I don't want to talk about it. I don't even like the jazz. I just like you. And this is like months and months of Utah jazz games into the friendship. <laughs> and I and had no idea. Um, I asked her to the, I think the next thing we were going to i think there, there was a one of the dances in high school that i never went to i went to two not the prom but the homecoming okay. and i think i think i took her to a homecoming and uh and that was it it was it was i'm sorry warm, I just, warm hug at the end i didn't want to ruin the uh <laughs> i didn't want to ruin the jazz fanship uh, actually uh, when, when uh, she said when she said wearing the jersey <laughs> Every game, so I had priorities. I mean, in my defense, when she said she wasn't a Utah Jazz fan, I immediately found her complete. Like, I was like, "What? I don't see anything in you anymore." I yeah. Why? Why am I still talking to you? All right, Gilmore, do you have a story uh, for this just yet? I know I have mine queued up. Okay, let's jump to it. All right, so I'm half Guatemalan, and whenever <laughs> you're half I, human, look how tall you are. Uh, I, well, I mean, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm basically, yeah, I'm an ant in Guatemala. <laughs> the first uh, time and ever, only time I've ever been to Guatemala, uh, I stayed with my family, who's very, very poor there, and they live in, you know, one of those very like developing nation, like turquoise walls, like very small place. There was a little like building that. Um, had it was a small apartment complex with like one water thing in the middle and the way it works is uh that they have that and that's sort of their water uh uh so i'll explain that more in a little bit but i was in middle school and i got up first morning in another country and i go immediately to brush my teeth and it's the first thing you do in the morning. So I brushed my teeth and I'm like, oh, this like sink seems flooded. So I'll just use the sink so I don't like waste any water or whatever. And then so I just like washed my, I brushed my teeth. I spat, did my entire thing. And as I was like finishing and like gargling, like I think my mom heard gargling and she came in. It's like, <gasps> no. And so what happened was that building doesn't have running water. Yeah. That building is water to eat and drink. For every family in the building uh, was that thing that I thought had <laughs> And uh, so it had completely, like, basically there was just, I, I woke up as the as an American that they were welcoming into their complex. And the first and only thing I did was literally spit in their water. <laughs> uh, and I had no idea what I was doing. But I did it. I, I did it just really, really, really casually, and then I learned that yes, I guess every day at five a.m. Uh, the, they 
the, they turn the water on for like an hour and then they everyone gets what they need. So I think it's probably the most oblivious I've ever been because I had no idea doing that and I still feel bad about it. Well, I've heard you, stories like that. About that is the most Gilmore that. thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So for mine, uh, we're going back to Matt's dating life. Always an exciting topic. Uh, so there was a girl freshman year of college that I had a huge crush on and I told her so. And she was like, nah, I think we're just friends. And so I took that as, as the you know honest truth. Okay, cool. We're just trying to trust women. Yeah. So like, Two or three years later, we're still really, really good friends. And she comes to visit me at work one day and she's like, Hey, you're done work at five o'clock, right? And I was like, Yeah. And she's like, Do you want to hang out tonight? I was like, Yeah. What do you want to do? And she's like, I don't know. I was thinking I would make you uh, chicken Alfredo because I know that's your favorite dinner and we can like watch a movie or something. I was like, I was like, Oh, okay, cool. So like she goes out and buys chicken and buys all the pasta. And then like we meet up at my house and she cooks everything. And then I'm like, well, what movie do you want to watch? And she's like, oh, how about we watch, like, When Harry Met Sally? Like, she pulls out, like, a, a hardcore rom-com, puts it on. She's, like, snuggling up next to me. And I'm just like, well, she said we're just friends, so I'm not going to make any moves. And it wasn't until, like, years later that I was like, oh. And I asked her, because we, we're still friends. She's married now. And I said, hey, I just remembered this really random night. Were you coming on to me? And she's like, yeah, you idiot. Like... <laughs> <laughs> so I, I didn't even put on when Harry met Sally. I put on the porno version. <laughs> like, what is happening? So yeah, that was my most oblivious moment for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's how many years later was it? Like, how oh, many, it was how- like nine years later. It was well past oh, yeah. the time to to you know really be able to do anything Are these about it. Still good, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Matt did the equivalent of finding a Circuit City coupon. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than Radio Shack. Yeah. <laughs> All right, oh Heidi, you're the last one. You got any of these you? PS2s? I, mean, I don't know. Like, I can't think. I can't think of one that's not like. Ugh, I don't, Johnny. Can you think of anything? Because <laughs> oblivious. Because the only thing I'm thinking of is like. Family stuff, but I don't want to say. Oh, I did not mean to do that. Uh, We'd rather um, look at you anyway. So I don't know. That's the weird thing. The thing with Heidi is Heidi's incredibly empathetic and she is in tune with everyone's energies all the time. (laughs) And she is always telling me whenever I'm grumbly and I'm always grumbly, she's like, well, whenever I am grumbly and I'm a little snippy, she's like, are you okay? Is everything all right? I'm like, I'm fine. I honestly think that I'm fine. And then like two days later, I'll be like, you know what? What the fuck? I'll just be in a bad mood. And I realized that that Heidi is like one of those earthquake detection detection services for people. And she sees like the Richter scale starting to shift a little bit long before we do it. So like she is the birds that leave before the the natural disaster. Uh, She's the control room in the movie The Core. Yeah, she she would be the dolphins leaving Earth if we were going to do Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Like she's like, peace, I'm out. Jonathan, I can tell that you're not doing too well, and I'm like, I'm doing fine. I'm just going to go and have a run and ignore the world. Uh, but I don't peace out though. I'm like, talk to me. Let's talk about. Oh my it. gosh, she wants to do that again. shit at eleven o'clock at night, and I'm like, can I just read a comic? And she's like, tell me what's in your soul. What's troubling you? And I'm like, please, <laughs> I'll tell you what's troubling me at this moment. I, mean, I want to read my comic. 
my oblivious moments usually are about my blind spots. And I mean, I know like there was a time I have a half sister. We don't really talk very much, but um, there's some chaos in my family, blended family, divorce, some, some not so good stuff, but like one side of my family can be kind of harsh. And I used to have like these, what I thought were confidential conversations with my half sister. And then um, somehow my 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 dad and her mom would would like come back at me when they'd be mad at me and they'd be like, "Well, you said this," and I'd be like, "What? How do you oh. know that?" And then I would say to her, my sister, I'd be like, "How do they know that?" And she'd be like, "I don't know. I don't know how they know that." And I started to realize that I had a blind spot when I came to her. But like, that's not a funny story. It's just, no, uh, and I would agree, Heidi, that you are very much too trusting. <laughs> but I, I believed her for a really long time until I really realized, oh, she's telling them. And it, for her, it's a survival thing and whatever. And it's I'm a grown up. It's not like I think I'm going to deny that I said any of this stuff. But it's just weird. So you there does. you go. You see what she now does. Everyone can be depressed. She's all heart. <laughs> it's like the heart and the fart living together in one place. So well, Happy holidays. You're well, watching we, the Geekscape Network. Yeah. Well, like we it. we end it we ended on a pretty sad story from Heidi, but let's pick <laughs> it up just a little bit, Heidi. Please. Before before I remove you from the feed and we move over to the next live stream, how about you tell people about the short film that you have that's playing uh, in India? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be, that'll be in May. Um, we're still waiting to get details, but yeah, Jonathan and I uh, co-wrote uh, a short film called Chasing Fletcher Allen. Uh, it's about a woman trying to find her way. It's about it's about a woman really trying, like the moment that she realizes that she's had everything she's ever needed all along. And uh, Phil Lamar is in it. Uh, Jenny Van Dean's in it. Cooper Barnes is in it. Eugene Bird. It's a lot of really uh, cool people that we've had, you've had on Geekscape, Johnny. Um, and Jonathan directed it, and he did a really amazing job. And it's yeah, I'm excited for it to be seen some more, even if it's in a country that I cannot visit. I really want to go, but maybe we'll just have to wait. Yeah, and you gave us were a part of putting that movie together. Yes. So thank you for that. Oh, my God. Now I sound awful. Yes. No, it's <laughs> And, yes, thank you so much to all of you who have been a part of this and have – it would not have happened without your support. Well, and thank you for being the unofficial voice of Geekscape uh, that ends every <laughs> single podcast. Uh, Until you so. find someone better. <laughs> no. no. Gilmore's not coming back. <laughs> Brian, right. it's so good to meet you. Finally, yeah. I heard about you yeah. last. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hi, Heidi. Send Hi, Heidi. Sending Heidi. And Gilmore. And, and Gilmore. Ooh, uh, let's oh, never do I, that view again. Hate, dude, I hit that view every now and then on the main show, and I cannot stand it. Um, <laughs> Brian, I got to tell you, man, I've loved having you here for this hour, and I would love for you to be part of Geekscape some more. Uh, we, we, I'll pay you what I pay Matt, and uh, it's just been great having you, dude. Um, hey, you yeah. Uh, you are, I think, the original of my little, my little brothers, uh, my littles, as they say, big brothers, big sisters. And uh, I think you've turned out, oh, you're still alive. That's what I'll say. I'll say you're still Which alive. Is what we can expect, and that's and fine. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.